Okay, just a couple of things before we get into more of the message. Um, this is kind of a reminder for those of you that have been coming and then maybe a little new information. I just kind of want to give you a few little specifics concerning the study, any study that we do. You're going to need a Bible because you do have a weekly lesson that you'll use your Bible to um, use at home to fill out the questions, give your answers. Um, you might want more than one translation because sometimes it's good to read it in different versions. Um, and you might want to get a notebook or a little folder. Does anyone have theirs with them right now? Um, hold it up. Yeah, Brenda designed this beautiful cover for us, and you can just get one off the back table and then get your own little notebook and slip it right down in, in the front if you want to keep your lessons and the messages that uh, you'll hear every week separate from other studies that you're doing or have done. All members of the group, when you meet in your discussion group, are encouraged to share. I know some are shy and don't want to share, and you won't be forced to share. And others of you could share every single answer that you have written on your paper and then some. So I would just encourage you, you don't have to share, but you also don't have to do all the sharing either because we want everyone to enjoy the discussion. And um, I do encourage you, if you don't have opportunity to complete the lesson and do all of the questions, which is really, it's just three pages. I leave the blank, the back page blank for you to take notes during the message. Do one question per day, that's only, or per sheet, that's only three questions. Um, do more if you can, but whether you've done any or all of it, come, no matter what. Come because you can still benefit from the fellowship, from the message, and from the group discussion and listening to the women share their answers that the Lord gave them as they worked on it during the week. So whatever, we just really encourage you to come. The more you put into this study, the more you're going to get out of it. Um, the messages are recorded on Thursday mornings. So they usually, if all goes well with the recording, they're usually put up on the app, on the website, uh, later Thursday afternoon or maybe on Friday. As well as the lesson, the current lesson will always be on the webpage for a week that you can download. Or if you are absent um, and don't want to download one, you can ask your leader to email you one. Plus, we keep the hard copies in the foyer against the wall. You can pick up a hard copy of the lesson. If you prefer doing your lesson online because you want to be able to do it on the computer, let your leader know because then she can forward you an attachment of the lesson, a Word document, and then you can do it online because I know some of you just don't like to write anymore. You've probably forgotten how to write because you're so tech savvy and you do everything on your iPad or iPod or all those different things. I still like uh, ink and pencil, but that's just me. I'm old and you get set in your ways. Okay, for the, this morning's message, just a little background information and introduction information that I'm going to give to you as answers to a few questions. So the first question is, what are we studying? Well, if you were here for Ladies' Night Out, you know, because I gave a little riddle, and Abby uh, Kurame was the one that figured it out. But we're doing two books of the Bible, one following the other. Both books are in the Old Testament. First, we're going to look at the book of Jonah, and then we're going to look at the book of Nahum, which we should complete both these studies before we break for Easter. 
Now, we're not going to break and then not come back until September. We will have another study after Easter. I just don't know what that is yet. Maybe the Lord will come first. But um, if not, I trust he will show us what we're going to be studying. Now, the book of Jonah reveals God's mercy, where the book of Nahum is a message of doom. Now, second question, why are we going to study these two books together? Well, both books deal with the city of Nineveh. Nineveh is first mentioned in, in Genesis 10, verse 11. It was a city in one of many Gentile nations, and it was built by a descendant of Noah after the flood. If this was in the right, in, the, in this order I'm going to read you in the King James, it would say, Noah begat Ham, Ham begat Cush, Cush begat Nimrod, Nimrod begat Asher, and Asher built Nineveh in the land of Assyria. Now, I just read this morning, though, some believe that Asher was just referring to the land of um, uh, Assyria. And so Nimrod would have been the one that built um, Nineveh. Either way, it ended up becoming a very great city. It was the capital of Assyria. And as we go, we're going to find out more about the city. But that just gives you a little background to the city of Nineveh. So... Next question, who are Jonah and who is Nahum? Well, Jonah and Nahum were both prophets of the Lord. Jonah's name means dove, and Nahum's name means comforter. And I thought that's so interesting because they both are pointing to the Holy Spirit. And I didn't give it much thought um, as to what meaning that might have. But again, as I was going over my notes this morning, I thought, you know, Jonah as most of you are familiar with that story, was uh, Jonah was sent to call the people in Nineveh to repentance. And the Holy Spirit is the one that is sent to us to draw us into repentance, to convict us and bring us into our relationship with Jesus Christ. Well, years later, um, after many in the city had repented, they had also then returned to their evil ways. And the Holy Spirit gives warnings. He, he lets us know what is going to happen to those who reject the Lord. And so both Jonah and Nahum had specific assignments to the city of Nineveh. And we're going to learn more about that as we go. Um, the book of Jonah is not a prophecy but more of an account of an experience that the prophet went through. We know what Jonah went through as far as being sent and then the whale and then all of that. Well, um, it's, it's kind of an account of what he experienced during this time, more than just a prophecy that the Lord had given him. Um, but then um, uh, Nahum is more of the warning and the the prediction of God's judgment and destruction that was going to come to that city, uh, to the Assyrians that were living in Nineveh. Now, some Bible scholars say Jonah typifies Christ as the one sent, raised from the dead, and carrying salvation to the Gentiles. But as, again, we go through um, uh, Nahum, we see that he was a prophet that the Lord, again, had used to tell of the Uh, impending uh, destruction and God's future judgment against um, those in the city. Nineveh 
represents an evil and an unrepentant world and God's judgment against it. Now, as we go through these books, we're going to see why like Jonah is likened to Christ and Nineveh, uh, that Nahum is, uh, again, how it represents all those that reject Christ. So the fourth question, when did Jonah and Nahum live? Well, most put Jonah in the middle of the 8th century B.C., and Nahum came along later in the 7th century B.C. Jonah was sent to Nineveh first, and then over 100 years, some feel about 150 years, Nahum prophesied uh, the city's destruction. So the last question, why should we study these books of the Bible? Well, first of all, they are all in the Bible, and all, which means all, <laughs> is the inspired word of God that is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that we may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. That verse, or two verses, 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 in the New Living Translation reads, all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It straightens us out and teaches us to do what is right. It is God's way of preparing us in every way, fully equipped for every good thing God wants us to do. So that is one of the main reasons we're studying these two books, because they are in the Bible. And these things should be accomplished um, as we go through it. God's word provides so many benefits, and I know we could spend all morning just talking about the benefits that we receive from God's word. But I put just a few down. It's food to nourish us spiritually, and we need that food to nourish us spiritually so we can grow spiritually. We're gonna help, it will help us to grow in our knowledge of the Lord, in our relationship with the Lord, in our likeness of the Lord. It comforts us and brings through the, the uh, encouragement and comfort that God's word brings. Uh, it helps us emotionally. And God speaks to us through his word, reminds us of how much he loves us. Because how many times throughout a day do you just feel unlovable because you've blown it again or you said something you shouldn't have? Um, but yeah, God is right there to remind you of how much he loves you and that that's why Jesus came and died, because we weren't perfect. None of us are, only Jesus Christ. The God's word provides wisdom to help us mentally, counsel to guide us, conviction to correct us, strength to build us up, light to dispel the darkness that we might encounter, and armor and weapons to protect us as we deal with um, those that are in opposition to the Lord and to us as believers. Well, we could go on and on, as I said. But through our study of the books of Jonah and Nahum, we should expect to learn more about the consequences of men's choices. We're going to see man rebel against God, yet we'll see man repent and receive redemption. We'll see man's rejection of God and then man's regret and ruin because of his rejection of God. We're going to see God's mercy, his patience, his long-suffering, his jealousy, his compassion, and his desire for all to come to repentance. We're going to see his kindness and his sovereignty. We're going to see his power and his faithfulness to those who put their trust in him. 
we're going to see what our attitude should be towards people, towards people we don't like, towards people that have maybe hurt us or brought harm to us in some way. We're going to see what our attitude should be to those that we don't think deserve God's mercy and grace and forgiveness. Because I'm sure we've all at some point or other known someone, right, that we feel that way towards, maybe someone that cut you off on the freeway, maybe someone you wake up with in the morning, like your husband or maybe a neighbor or maybe someone you work with. Well, anyway, we're going to learn what our attitude should be. And there's going to be much that we can learn and apply to our lives. So I encourage you, ladies, keep a teachable heart. Be yielded to the Lord and to his word. Be obedient to all that he tells you to do. And be sensitive to the Holy Spirit who is at work in you and through you. And the lesson you're going to be given today will take you through the first chapter of the book of Jonah. And if you have questions, anytime you're working on your lesson, if you have questions, call your leader Call me, especially those in my group, call me. But even if you're not and you don't get a hold of your leader, call me if you have a question um, as you're working. Or if you have prayer requests, make sure you let your leader know about that as well. Um, Now today, we don't have a lesson to discuss, but your leader has some questions that you're going to be able to fill out and go over just as kind of a way of fellowship during your time in group. So let's pray and then we'll dismiss into group. Lord, thank you again for this morning. Thank you, Lord, just for this quick introduction into the books that we're gonna be studying. Lord, if you tarry, and we thank you for this new series and we ask that you use it, Lord, to make us more like you, to deepen our understanding of your word and how it applies to our life. And Lord, to be drawn closer to you just in sweet fellowship as well as in our knowledge of you. So, Lord, have your way, and I pray you bless the discussion groups as they fellowship. And, Lord, we just commit ourselves in this new series to you. Lord, be glorified in and through it, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.